0: Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, March 24th, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki.
1: And I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanenny.
0: I just shoved like seven thin Oreos into my mouth.
1: Okay, hold on. What What is the point of a thin Oreo? Like, I don't like the Oreo. Is it like, like minimal amounts of cream and then just like smaller cookies? Like, what is it?
0: I think that the cookie is thinner, and I will say that the cream is exponentially thinner. So, you're still getting a full Oreo feel. You're getting a full Oreo effect, but you are not getting the the intensity of, of so much cream. Now, some people like double stuffed.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Those people are confusing to me because no. I think it tastes like Crisco.
1: Oh, I got to tell you, the cookie part of the traditional Oreo is not good. Like, that is, I would, uh, the golden Oreos, I enjoy oh, the whole thing.
0: I'm surprised. I'm surprised because those, to me, taste a lot like the Chromatica ones. Did you get the Chromatica Oreos?
1: Yeah, growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I would, honestly, I would just prefer to eat the cream and neither of the cookies.
0: Oh, are you an ice, icing person?
1: I, well, yeah, yes, yes. Oh. Although, I love some of the other flavors oreos have you ever had the um cinnamon roll oreos
0: no oh my gosh
1: get those those are amazing like those are so so good
0: i'm a cinnamon person you are yeah oh i definitely am anyways welcome <laughs> to today on broadway make sure that you're on our patreon patreon.com slash broadway radio it's lots of good goodies can i say that it's lots of good goodies yeah i said it i can say that legally uh let's get into some news how's that work matt Sounds great. Great. All right. So Melvin Van People's musical Ain't Supposed to Die a Natural Death is set to be revived on Broadway next year. How exciting is that? Another announcement.
1: That's so good. So, And one by a Black writer and directed, as you will tell us momentarily, um, <laughs> by a Black director.
0: Yes. So producer Leah Volek is uh, working on this revival in collaboration with the creator's son, Mario Van People's, and under the direction of, drumroll please... Kenny Leon
1: who directs everything yeah
0: he's a legend he's an absolute legend he's a goat and we stand this whole thing so it's going to feature the book and score by melvin van peoples ain't supposed to die a natural death is a blend of early hip-hop and spoken word jazz and blues humor and pain to offer a celebration of and clear-eyed look at america and the original broadway production opened in 1971 starring uh, bill duke garrett morris and felicia rashad as a standby and it like earned seven Tony award nominations, best musical, best book of a musical, best original score. So this is just a very exciting um, revelation and, and what we're revising on Broadway, especially next year. And Kenny Leon is the guy to take this. So I'm pumped.
1: Yeah. It's, it's like a bunch of musical monologues. So it's not like a huge, like through, Um, Story, But I'm excited to see what they do with this. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Kenny Leon knows what he's doing with this type of content. But he also generally attracts some pretty big stars. So I'm wondering who might be attached with this. But yeah, anyway, I just think it's it's very interesting to see a show like this um, being set for Broadway. Um, And I'm very excited to see what happens both in terms of what a 2021 or 2022, I think it's 2022, production of this looks like 50 plus years after the original one
0: yeah really I mean it's it's been a big chunk of time and as we know a lot of things have changed and a lot of things have stayed the same so uh, let's see what else is going on in the business that we call a show so Broadway licensing has entered into an agreement to acquire theatrical licensing company dramatist play service I know you guys know what this is especially mm-hmm. like if you have a community theater or you you know uh, operate high school drama clubs like you, we all deal with Dramatist Play Services, I think, at one point or another in your life. Um, But under the agreement, Dramatist Play Services will continue to work with plays, playwrights, while Broadway licensing will take over the company's musicals. And as part of this deal, uh, Broadway licensing has started a $2.5 million fund to acquire the rights and develop new works and launch some internal content development divisions for authors to extend the life of their copyrights. Uh, additionally, Broadway licensing has formed a three-person advisory committee for all of this for new writers and rights holders. And that includes Lynn Nottage, Brandon Jacobs Jenkins, and Michael Corey. And the first acquisition under the new venture, um, Keenan Scott II's Thoughts of a Colored Man, which has announced plans That's for awesome. a Broadway run, is going to be there. So, yeah, like a lot of people are attached to like more author representation. Katori Hall, um, Edward Albee, Ar- Arthur Miller, Paula Vogel, Tennessee Williams. like. Terrence McNally, all these big heavy hitters are going to be part of this acquisition. So this is like another huge acquisition in the theatrical licensing space. You know, we just talked about Concord Theatricals that's now owning um, Tams Whitmark, Samuel French and the Rodgers and Hammersteins organization. Everybody's making money moves is what we're saying.
1: Yeah, and what's interesting about this is I'm glad that DPS is going to retain kind of the oversight of the plays and working with playwrights, mm-hmm. um, because that's really what they did. Do. They don't have a ton of, like, great musicals. They have a few. They've got, like, Great Gardens and Hedwig and the Angry Inch, um, but they've got some other things uh, in there a- as well. One of my favorites, Cruel Intentions, the 90s musical. Um, but that's kind of more of the stuff. They've got Bat Boy, but not like the huge Tony-winning musicals, but... Right. They do have a lot of the Tony-winning plays. They've got, like, Oslo and The Humans and Curious mm-hmm. Incident and Vani and Sonia and Macha and Spike and uh, uh, Clybourne Park and Red. Like, this is what they do is the plays. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm glad that in this acquisition, it looks like they are going to still just kind of remain as they are with the bread and butter of what their business is. And then Broadway licensing, which does a lot more with musicals, mm-hmm. is going to take over that side of things and hopefully uh, grow those properties as well.
0: Exactly. Thank you. So before we get into the rest of the show, we're going to take a moment and talk about our sponsor Audible. So Audible, as you guys hopefully know by listening to the show, is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment all in one place. At Audible, you can find the largest selection of audiobooks, original entertainment from top celebrity creators, and thousands of popular and binge-worthy podcasts. I know you guys like podcasts. You're listening right now. Their newest plan, Audible Plus, gives you full access to their Popular Plus catalog. Now you can listen all you want to thousands and thousands of popular audio Audiobooks, original entertainment, and podcasts. <laughs> I know you like them. It's worth the listen. I'm going to let Matt talk about some things that he likes, and then I'm going to hit you at the end with my recommendation.
1: Oh, very nice. There's a ton of theater on Audible, which we love. There are multiple 2020 Tony nominees. I don't know what you were actually saying those Tony awards for um, that are <laughs> that you can actually listen to on audible. Um, you've got the sound inside. You've got seawall and a life. Um, both of those are featuring the original Broadway cast, but you've got a ton of off-Broadway stuff as well. And then grace, this is something that I think is probably right up your alley. They've got like five hours of audio from the 2019 Edinburgh fringe festival.
0: Lose my mind.
1: <laughs> what else do you want? Like that seems like the perfect thing for a theater person to listen to on Audible.
0: Yeah, one of my favorite solo shows I've ever seen is David Kale's Harry Clark, and it starred Billy Crudup. Mm-hmm. So highly recommend that for you to listen to on Audible. Mm-hmm. Again, visit audible.com slash Broadway Radio or text Broadway Radio to 500-500. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.com slash Broadway Radio or text Broadway Radio to 500
1: one more time, in case you forgot from three seconds ago, visit audible.com slash broadwayradio or text broadwayradio to 500 to start your free trial today.
0: So um, you guys know if you listen to the show that uh, we love Sondheim and I just wanted to throw some more Sondheim news at you. Please, always. <laughs> Uh, the previously announced West End production of Sunday in the Park with George has announced that it will not open in 2021. Oh, <laughs> had Academy Award nominee Jake Gyllenhaal and Tony Award winner <laughs> Annalie Ashford in the incredible Sunday in the Park with George, which I don't. Uh, did you see it, Matt?
1: I did not. I did not. I'm sorry. I didn't. Oh, my God. I know. I
0: sat there. I, I, I'm gonna cry thinking about it, but they're gonna reschedule when they feel like it's safe to do so. Um, I appreciate that they announced this postponement it kind of it felt kind of random. It's like, oh, we forgot. Well,
1: and here's what's weird is um, obviously Jake Hot. Is that what you called him? Jake Hot. That's
0: what I called him. Yes. Okay. Legally, that's his name.
1: Mm-hmm. OK, good, good, good. He's obviously like an A-list movie star and like he's probably really booked right now. Annalie Ashford is now the star of a CBS TV show. But who knows what's going to happen with that CBS TV show? Yikes,
0: uh, bikes. And uh, on that note, we're going to talk about the Titanic.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> This show sounds amazing.
0: All right. Tony Award winning producer Eva Price, who is so insightful. She was featured on uh, Women's Day on Broadway. If you guys got to listen to it, highly recommend listening to anything she uh, talks about because she's so insightful about the Broadway industry. She's going to be producing on the streaming platform Stellar, Titanic, the new musical send up of the blockbuster film Titanic featuring songs by who's that? Beauty and pop icon. Celine Dion.
1: Celine Dion. Um,
0: It's going to be a virtual concert preview of the show um, before it actually hits a New York City stage. I did not realize this was actually coming to a stage. (laughs) But um, on Sunday, May 2nd, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Titanic, the Maiden Voyage concert, will be performed live at the Greenwich Village nightclub Le Poisson Rouge. Um, Very exciting cast. Uh, Constantine (laughs) Rizzulli, Uh, let's also I have to I have to break this down there are people featured in this cast list as characters and then as real actors which I really don't understand it's Um, so
1: good
0: like John Riddle who you guys know from like Frozen Phantom of the Opera as Cal that's a character okay um Victor uh, Victor Garber is just a character in this not the character Victor Garber was playing but Frankie J Grande will be playing Victor Garber <laughs> oh
1: my god it's so, and then and then there's actually someone playing the iceberg bitch which is just like hilarious like it's this is just
0: there's no way we're not gonna watch this is my point. yes
1: and and somebody is playing the unsinkable Molly Brown like it's just like uh, it, Not
0: like Molly Brown, the person. Right. Literally. Character.
1: Yeah, it's so good. Um, yeah, so, so good. That. Yeah, I am very much looking forward to this. Ironically, the last time I was at uh, La Poison Rouge, it was a show starring cool. Constantine Rose Cruel Intention, starring Constantine Rasuli and Frankie J. Grande uh, at the mm-hmm. time that I saw it. So coming full circle back to a th- something I referenced a few minutes ago.
0: My only takeaway from any of this, and I am super excited about it because it's absolutely silly, but I'm a huge fan of the Titanic, as in the boat, the Titanic. And it's just such a miss that they would not do this at the beginning of April when the Titanic actually set Voyage in 1912. So that to me is just like a little miss uh, marketing opportunity. But here we are. So finally, we're going to get into some Fauci news. We were so, as a community, I think that everybody, when this came out today, was just... A heavy sigh of relief. Um, So he he put on this like notice to say that if enough people get vaccinated and we are careful in reopening and resuming activities based on current projections, I believe we likely could see a return to more fully open movie and Broadway theaters sometime in the fall, which aligns with everything that we've been saying. But like having Fauci say this very publicly is a huge boon.
1: Yeah, I mean, and the the fact that so many people are able to get vaccines right now is Mm -hmm. super, super encouraging. Um and I just hope that there's enough people like they keep saying like to get to whatever this herd immunity thing is like 70% of the population has to have it I'm concerned that there's a lot of people that are afraid of the vaccines for whatever reasons some legitimate some not Um, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just nervous that it's going to be an uphill battle to get there like all the people who want it are going to get it but getting over that to where it's not a major issue anymore um, could be a little bit more problematic but hopefully we get there soon yeah
0: Georgia just today released the anyone um 16 or over can get the vaccine anybody today yeah,
1: we're, we're at we're at 65 here
0: in florida <laughs> still so. well there you go so in our final feel-good recommendation vulture released the best character oh God, actor so list good. of all time featuring becky ann baker brian tyree henry from book of mormon jennifer coolidge and broadway radio alum Stephen mckinley henderson
1: Yeah, there's so many good people, so many theater people on there. And that's like every time we talk about like awards or whatever for like TV or film, it's filled with theater people like every one of these lists is filled with theater people like in addition to those folks um, you've got Bill Camp and his wife Elizabeth Marvel which is amazing both theater people both on this list you've got Coleman Domingo Dennis Mm -hmm. O'Hare Gail Rankin who was four cost in the most recent revival of Cabaret you've got current Tony nominee Lois Smith Michael Stolbarg like there's just so many theater people in this list and that's because the best actors come from theater Um, but then like some of my favorite people non theater related, like Judy Greer and Jason Manzukis yeah. and Steven Root. Like, it's just such this. These are the people that need to be in everything. And that's why they're on this list is because they literally are in everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was curious, like, should we do one for theater? But at the same time, I think a lot of theater artists and like theater actors don't always want to be labeled as a character. actor. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a difference. I mean, like, I, I think that theater is a little bit. Um, unique from film where like I think in on screen like calling somebody a character actor means that they're old and ugly but like I mean well I mean you know in Hollywood that's kind of what it sounds like but like on on stage like so many of the best roles are written for people in middle age you know like the the people who are leading the best productions uh, and the best shows aren't The young 20 something, um, you know, hotties, although there's plenty of those on Broadway, of course, but like the really meaty shows, the really great shows are about middle aged people. And that's where a lot of people kind of, you know, hit their stride in theater, which I love. I feel bad for all the youngsters, but, um, you know, wait a while and then you'll get to play Martha and George or something.
0: Okay, so in a final uh, recommendation, it's coming out today, so we hope that you're listening in time. Uh, Wednesday, March 24th at 630 p.m., there's going to be a a, like a town hall uh, from Broadway to Capitol Hill, the power of politics, theater and community. It's going to feature Celia Keenan-Bolger, Terry McCullough, Shelley Williams and Diana DeMena as uh, the moderator presented by Broadway's Women's Alliance. It's going to be something that I think a lot of our listeners would be very interested in. Uh, There is an RSVP that we will include in the show notes, but I I love that we are starting to marry like theater and politics and how all of these things have really taken over our lives, especially in the past year, past past couple of years, we've recognized, you know, a lot of these crossovers. So I'm glad that Matt, you sent this along.
1: Yeah, it actually came from James, but I will just say all theater is political. And that's all I've got to say about it. <laughs>
0: there you go. Uh, of course, like Diana Demena also produced What the Constitution Means to Me, which is available for streaming on Amazon. I'm just going to throw that out mm-hmm. there. You should do it. Thank you guys so much for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon, Broadway Radio, for all the lots of like goodies, streaming. You get everything early. You get the emails. Come on. It's worth it. Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. And listen to us all the time on BroadwayRadio.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grace Aki. Matt, where can people find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt.
0: Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. We'll see you tomorrow.